Thank you for listening to In Good Faith, the Central Reformed Church Sermon Podcast. This episode's sermon is titled Persevering in Hope and is based on Matthew chapter 24, verses 36 through 44. It was delivered on Sunday, November 27th, 2022 by Pastor Matt Schultz. Our second lesson comes from Matthew 24. We'll be reading 36 to 44. You can find it it on page 806 in your Bible. Matthew 24, 36 through 24. Hear these words from the book that we love. But about that day and hour, no one knows, neither the angels of heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. For as the days of Noah were, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. For as in those days, before the flood, they were eating drinking, marrying, and giving in marriage until the day Noah entered the ark. And they knew nothing until the flood came and swept them all away. So too will be the coming of the Son of Man. Then two will be in the field. One will be taken and one will be left. Two women will be grinding meal together. One will be taken and one will be left. Keep awake, therefore, for you do not know on what day your Lord is coming. But understand this. If the owner of the house had known in what part of the night the, in what part of the, night the thief was coming, they would have stayed awake. It would not have left his house to be broken into. Therefore, you also must be ready. For the Son of Man is coming at an unexpected hour. This is the word of the Lord. Will you join me in prayer? Lord, thank you for your word. Thank you for what it teaches us. Help us to have ears to hear and a heart that is ready to be changed by it. And it is my prayer that the words that I speak are not mine, but they are yours, and that they are good and pleasing to you. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Like I said to the kids, Happy New Year. At least in a liturgical sense, Happy New Year. Advent kicks off a new year for us, and I love Advent. Not only do I love Advent, but I'm a big fan of the Christmas season. As I wrote in the newsletter that goes out, I am one of those suckers for all things Christmas. Whether it's church music or pop music starting real soon, probably on my ride home today, it will start. I'm very adamant that I wait till after Thanksgiving 
but it's going to be on all the time for a month. If it's not music, it will be Christmas movies. I love the Christmas season. But I've learned more and more to love Advent. That already not yet world that we sit in, that we wait in, that we celebrate that Christ came. And someday, someday Christ will come again. And we wait. And we wait. We celebrate holding that tension as we live in a still broken world. Holding that tension that we know that Christ came. He taught. He loved us. Loved us so much that he died on the cross for us. To save us from ourselves. To save us from that brokenness. And yet we hold out hope that again Christ will come. And today we look at a passage that may not make a whole lot of sense for Advent. It's a curious passage that shows up in the lectionary every three years. I'm not so sure that Steve didn't look at the calendar ahead of time and say, sucker to the new guy. To the new guy, he went, (laughs) I've done that passage before, it's your turn, new guy. I joke, but it's a beautiful passage that has been misconstrued through the years. But as Jesus is talking to his followers, even as Jesus is not done with his first time here on earth, as he speaks to his followers, he says, there will be a time when I will come again. I think Jesus is speaking in a both and or in a multifaceted way saying, you don't know and I don't know when my time here is done. I don't know that is up to the Lord, but there will be a time when I am not here. But there will also be a time when God returns and we don't know that time either. We don't know that is up to the Lord to know those things and he is preparing his followers to say, be ready. Be ready, be vigilant. For there is a time when I will not be standing next to you. But I want you to stay in relationship with God by being watchful and being ready. Don't be lackadaisical. Live out the instructions I have given you. Be prepared. That is why I That is an Advent passage to me. To be prepared. It echoes the words of John the Baptist. Prepare the way. Prepare the way. 
We have a couple seasons in our calendar where we are waiting. One is Advent and one is Lent. Do not confuse the two. Lent is pensive, looking inward, reflecting on ourselves and what we need to change. Trying to undo some of the brokenness in our life. But Advent, Advent is anxious anticipation. Not anxious in the negative sense, but like anxious because there's going to be a party. Because you're excited. Think of a child waiting at the window, looking out the window before their birthday party, waiting for their friends to arrive, waiting for grandma and grandpa to arrive, hoping they have armloads of presents. Or a parent on a holiday break waiting for their kid to get home from college. I'd seen them for months. It's getting too real. <laughs> Think of a child on their last day of school. Those last hours mean nothing. They just want to burst out the doors. My dad is a teacher and he's smirking. He always said the last few weeks of school were worthless. <laughs> that is the anxious anticipation we have at Advent, waiting for something amazing to happen. Anxiously ready to open the doors. Anxiously waiting to open the doors for the arriving Christ. This passage is an encouragement for us to stay ready with that excited anticipation because there is a time when Jesus will return to reorganize all things. Just as he reorganized all things in that first coming when he made things new for us and set aside our sins. Jesus will come again to reorganize, to reorder all of creation and redeem all things. Jesus will come again to usher in a new heaven and a new earth. That is excitement. That is what we're anxiously anticipating because these Gospels that we read from and the book of Revelation help us imagine what it will be like when all things are made new. When death will be no more. When crying and pain will be no more. When the gates of heaven will be closed no more. And if you're like me, If you're like me, you long for that day. Because sometimes this world is tough. As one of my seminary professors, Kyle Small, often said, Matt, there's a lot of pain in the world. There's a 
lot of pain and misunderstanding. And for sure, the last couple of years have not out, brought out the best of us. It's been tough. And if you're like me, you want to repeat the phrases of the hymn we just sang, O come, O come, Emmanuel. We wish Jesus would come any day now, but the time and the place of Christ's return is not for us to know. And it's not for us to get some ticket out of here. We don't scream, O come, O come, Emmanuel, and get to hide away. We have work to do. Just like Noah did, as Jesus referenced, Noah was working to get ready for something that was coming. We too are called for a day to come. Even in this current season of life when all feels like too much, like we have a heavy burden to carry, God is in charge And God is a reason to have hope. God is still the God of love and grace, but we have work to do. We are not called to go hide away, to run and hide up in the mountains or put our head in the sand. No. We are called to bring hope to the world to bring peace and joy and love to the world, to be the hands and feet of Christ while Christ is not here in the body. We are called to be that body. When we walk out this door, we must live a life that says, I have hope and my hope is in the name of the Lord. I hope because I have seen and heard about Jesus. My hope is in Christ, and I have hope because I know Christ once came for us, and Christ will come again. And I hope that we can take that call seriously to bring that hope to the world, especially in this Advent season. Because I know that Christ referenced a thief in the night, but Christ is not a thief. Christ is good and worthy of our hope, and we need to tell the world about Jesus. We don't wait for Christ's return hiding away. We wait with excitement. We prepare for a party. We get the house ready with all the decorations and we let everyone we know they are invited. Because we know that eventually when we look out that window waiting, we're going to see a light and God is going to show up and redeem all things and that will be one heck of a party. We have hope. And in that great return, that all things will be made new. So watch with anticipation and get everything prepared for that big event. For Christ will come again. 
And I know we are tired. I know life is hard, but I encourage you to endure. All you saints, endure. For hope will win out. Watch with anxious anticipation. Get the party ready. Stay vigilant. For Christ promises to return. We serve a God of love. We serve a God of hope. So persevere in hope and spread that hope to the rest of the world. Will you pray with me? Dear Lord, we thank you again for your word. And we thank you that we can put our hope in you. For we have seen and heard about your son and know the good works that he did and have hope that he will return. Help us to bring hope to the rest of the world to tell them about why we have hope in you. It's in your name we pray. Amen. New to Central? Since 1840, we have been connecting people to God and to one another through scripture, sacrament, song, and service. We are located on the corner of College Avenue and Fulton Street in the Heritage Hill neighborhood of Grand Rapids. We hope you'll give us the opportunity to meet you in person soon. To learn more about our mission, ministries, and the ways you can grow and serve, please visit our website at www.centralreformedchurch.org.